Good afternoon. Good evening. Hi, it's me, Sarah Sodizi. Welcome back to the Tiona Podcast. Hello, my friends. If you're new here, well, what have you been doing all your life without this show? <laughs> um, this is a podcast where I talk about things that I've learned in my 20-somethings, life lessons, mistakes, all that fun stuff, and things that I've just so happened to be thinking about in this day and age, at the ripe old age of 28. If you're not new here, hello, welcome back, mi amorcito. Thank you for sticking with me, sticking by me, even though I have been super inconsistent and not post the way that I should be posting. Again, I'm still trying to really like wrestle with this imposter syndrome that like literally creeps up on my shoulders and perches itself on my back and says, no, 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 Sarah Sodizi. Whatever you have posted or whatever you have in the queue to be posted is not good enough. And I really, really have been trying to manage that a lot better. But as you can see, it's it's been winning lately. But I promise you I'm back and I have a couple more episodes to share with you guys. And I'm going to publish them no matter how I feel about them. That's going to be the promise that I make to y'all. So one of my listeners had mentioned that they really miss me getting into the nitty gritty of certain stories that have happened within my life. And as I've told you guys many a time, I have an, it seems like it's an infinite amount. It's an infinite amount of stories that relate in different, when it comes to different themes anyway. And I remember somebody a while ago when I first started this podcast, they said, oh, Sarah, Eventually, you're going to run out of stories. So then what the heck are you even going to talk about anymore? And I said to that person, I was like, believe you and me with the way that my life is set up and the way that God laughs at me whenever I trip over my own foot. I can guarantee you that there will still be a story for any sort of situation that anybody throws at me because that's just that's just it. That's just how it be, yo. And so I thought that this week I wanted to put a whole bunch of stories together that have to do with the fact that, yes, I am a grown woman. I am a grown woman, as the Queen Beyonce says herself, I'm a grown woman and I can do whatever I want, despite being a grown woman. I can be a little bit childish. I can be a little bit petty sometimes. And these particular stories have to do with just the fact that I can be real petty and real nasty, but in a, like a fun loving sort of way. I don't know. You guys can be the judge of that when you hear these stories, but I can be petty sometimes. And sometimes it's just a matter of like me wanting people to leave me alone or me wanting to just get back at somebody for something stupid that they did. Like I said, y'all could be the judge of that. But as always, guys, thank you for supporting me so, so much. I really, really appreciate it. There are people out there that I don't even know that will hit me up and say, hey, when's your next episode coming out? And like, listen, at this point, I do know you because if you're listening to my voice on a regular basis, like we're practically best friends. Am I right? Am I right? So as always, guys, yeah, thanks for the thanks for the wonderful support. If you want to rate on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, I would really very much appreciate that. And yeah, to listen to these stories, well, sit back, relax, grab your tea, grab your cafecito, your amiga, your amigo, your mommy, your papi, your tia and your tío, and in freaking joy. So like I said, this collection of stories has to do with the times that I have been so, so unbelievably petty that it would make you turn your head 
or I make you scratch the inside of your brain and think, Sarah, why, why? The question is, why would you do that? And the answer for that is because I'm petty. It's because I'm petty and I'm childish, even though I am a grown, grown woman. And I did these things when I was a grown woman. So <laughs> for the first <laughs> for the first story, I'm going to tell you guys another Juan Pablo story. And this is probably the moment, this is probably the moment where I started to see some cracks in our relationship. And I really should have just run for the hills at this point. But as time has shown me, I make some very poor choices in life. And this just so happened to be one of them. Now, without giving too much information away, but also giving context to this story, Juan Pablo and I ran in similar circles. And so oftentimes we'd have the same friends or we'd be hanging out in the same friend group. And I remember there was one particular instance where we were going to go to an event or a gathering together as a couple because, you know, we at that point we had made things official and I was really excited to go and see the rest of our inner circle, what have you. Mm -hmm. And so I had looked forward to it all week. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. And I had even texted Juan Pablo saying like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go. It's going to be so much fun, blah, 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 blah. Guys, <laughs> I'm already like, I'm already having like a, a mental breakdown just thinking about it because girl, you should have seen it. You should have seen the, I'm a side note, guys. I really like in hindsight, I, I look at this and it seems so obvious now, but back then, when you really like, if you're like me and you really, really like someone, all the red flags just turn pink. They just turn pink. And none of the things that they, none of the problematic things that they do seem to kind of register in your brain. And this is exactly what was happening because I was telling Juan Pablo, I'm looking forward to this so much. And he was agreeing with me. He was like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm super excited. Blah, 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 blah. Tell me how. We get to the day where we're all supposed to hang out with our friends and everything. And <laughs> he texts me that exact day, that exact day. And here I was under the impression that him and I were going to go together because, hello, he was calling me his girlfriend and I was calling him my boyfriend at the time. So I was out here thinking, OK, we're going to go together. Yay. What time should I be ready? I text him and I say, hey, like, what time should I be ready so that you can come pick me up? Blah, 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 blah. I don't hear from him for like a couple hours. So I'm starting to think, okay, like this is a little weird. And I texted him this while I was at work. So like somewhere in the early afternoon, I texted him this. I finished work and I'm like, mm, okay, I haven't heard anything from him. So let me like text again or maybe I should call. I was like kind of wrestling with that. But I was like, no, we're just going to wait. I wait and I wait. Finally, he messages me back and says, hey, is it okay if I go and pick up some other people first and then go pick you up? And I was like, hmm okay like that's that's cool I guess like I was thinking that like we could spend some alone time together because we hadn't ugh, we hadn't done that in a really long time like it was always we were hanging out with other people and he always found some excuse as to why we couldn't hang out that much again girl the pink flags are red flags run for the hills what are you doing but anyways he found some sort of excuse all the time for us not to hang out so I was kind of bummed out I was kind of like oh like Oh, it's another time again where he's like asking other people to come or he's like putting other people before me. And wait, let me let me let me back this up a little bit. Let me preface this a little bit by saying there is absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, inviting other people into whatever it is that you guys are doing. That's not the problem that I had. The problem was is that this was an ongoing pattern that was going on where he would 
He would love bomb me and say, oh, I care about you so much. And you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I feel like I can do anything when I'm with you and I can't wait to see you again. Say all of these beautiful things, like basically word vomit all of these things and then wouldn't show it or wouldn't demonstrate it via actions or anything else. And in fact, it would be quite the opposite where he would say all these things and the actions would be like, oh, like, yeah, we can hang out, but I'm going to bring along this person or yeah, we can hang out, but like, I can only hang out for like this amount of time and in this specific place. Again, red flag central, you don't need to remind me. So I was kind of bummed out. Fast forward. I I was kind of bummed out about the fact that he didn't want to hang out with just me. And the thing is, too, is that, oh, this is embarrassing, too. (laughs) When I like somebody, I really like somebody. Okay, y'all? Like, I will go above and beyond beyond. Okay? Some people will go above and beyond. I will go above and beyond beyond if I like you. And so this this case was no different. I had spent three whole days painting an entire canvas for this man for a present that I just wanted to give him. I wanted to give him a nice present. I wanted to give him something because I was thinking about him and I cared about him so much. (sighs) And I wanted to be able to give it to him while we were by ourselves. But fact of the matter is, he was like, no, I want to pick up these people and I want to hang out with these people before I go and hang out with you and go to this gathering that we're having with a bunch of our friends afterwards. And something in me afterwards, because I started getting ready and I was thinking, okay, like, He's going to pick me up and, you know, it's going to be us and a whole bunch of other people, whatever. Like, I started getting ready either way. You know, I know for some of y'all, y'all probably would have been like, nah, screw it. I'm going to just go some other way, some other some other form of getting there. I will figure it out. I don't need you. I would have loved to have somebody just punch me in the face with those words and say, Sarah, what are you doing? Please just go on your own. Please just uh, please just find your own way of getting to this place without him. I would have loved that at that time. But nope, we waited. We waited until he texted and said, hey, like I'm still running a little bit late. I needed to pick up another person, blah, 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 and everything like that. And that's when I said, that's when the light bulb clicked inside of me and said, you know what? I think I'm gonna go by myself. You can go ahead with our friends and I'll meet you at the place. And he was like, are you sure? And that's when that's when all the concerns started coming out. Not 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 prior to when he just randomly decided to spring on me that he was going to be hanging out with a whole bunch of other people before he decided that he wanted to hang out with me. Uh, (laughs) For some reason, he was concerned about that all of a sudden. But anyways, I was like, yeah, I'm positive that I can figure this out on my own. And friends, something you need to know about this particular situation is that A, I was not driving at this time, and B, the location of where I needed to be to go and meet up with the rest of our inner circle, it was not close to my home, meaning it was not walking distance. It was not biking distance. It was not busing distance. I would have had to have left maybe at least an hour and a half early in order for me to do any of those methods to get to where I was going. I lied. I wouldn't be able to walk there in an hour and a half. I would have been able to bust there in an hour and a half. But either way, those things were not an option because also Juan Pablo decided to spur all of these things on me at the last second. So I couldn't figure out another ride with somebody else that was going. I couldn't figure out what time I needed to leave at in order for me to catch public transit. It was just a whole mess. So I sat there twiddling my thumbs and I was like, no, I'm not going to go. 
And I was half ready too. I had my makeup done and I was getting ready. Like I was, I was almost there. And then I thought to myself, no, I'm not going to go anymore. No, 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 no. Forget this. Forget this. So I sat down, I twiddled my thumbs and I was like, no, no, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to let Juan Pablo win. I'm not going to let him win. And so I sat there with myself and I thought, okay, what, what can I do? What can I do to just like still show up? And like, I'll show him pretty much. That's what my mentality is. I'll show him. I called an Uber. Set, Guys, I'm going to tell you, I paid $70. $70. I will never forget it because like I remember getting, getting the notification that he was on his way and seeing how much it would cost me to go to this place by paying for the Uber. I saw $70 for, me, for a single person just to drive to this one place all because... Juan Pablo pissed me off and prior and was prioritizing other people versus wanting to actually spend some quality time with me for like 10 minutes, 10, 20 minutes. Insanity. I don't know what crack I was on because I really should have just been like, hey, see ya, Juan Pablo. But I mean, then we wouldn't have no story, right? So I paid $70 for a whole ass Uber ride just to get to this place. And... You would think, okay, Sarah, yes, you won. You, you, you paid $70 for the Uber ride, but it was worth it because then Juan Pablo must have felt like crap afterwards and must have felt like, oh, like she really, like, she really shot me in the heart, dog. And I'll tell you guys, that was half true. It's half true because as soon as Juan Pablo, because he got there before I did. And so I got there afterwards and I came in by myself and I said hi to our friends and I saw him and he came up to me and was like, hey, how are you? Super soft spoken. Again, the little Bambi eyed cartoon that was just like, oh, feel sorry for me. I'm so sorry. I should have done better and I should have done this. I should have done that. Guys, I was like putty in his hands because I really wasted $70 to not even get in the car with him just for me to revert back and be like, no, it's okay. Um, well, I, I, I got you this canvas. Like I painted you this canvas because I know that you really like this type of stuff. So I, um, I painted it for you guys. Guys, have you seen that TikTok of that girl saying stand up? Go search it up. Go search it up on YouTube. Go search it up on TikTok. If you know, you know. There's that one girl that yells, stand up. That is exactly what I want to say in this moment. Stand up, girl. Because as petty as I was that night, I I folded. Your girl folded. All right? This next story is really silly. And I apologize in advance to my, to my partner. Because... Oh, Sweet baby Jesus, my partner is one of the most understanding people there is, truly, and I, be- I, I really fully, fully, fully believe this, is that his patience runs way larger than mine does, to, like, the largest extent, infinite, infinite miles, his patient runs way thicker than mine, and so I'd like to apologize to him, even though I already did, for being this petty and being this stupid when we got into an argument. So this happened really, I would say relatively at the beginning of our relationship. And it's funny because whenever I tell people the story of how our relationship started, it's always so interesting to see people's reactions because I want to say that a good chunk of our relationship was spent playing Uno on Facebook and watching movies via Zoom calls. 
and pressing enter or pressing the space bar at the same time so that way the dialogue would sync up with his audio from the other line of the Zoom call. <laughs> so as you can tell, our relationship started when COVID was at its absolute peak. Him and I had met each other at the end of 2019, or closer to the end of 2019, and COVID hit, like, or everything shut down in, like, March of 2020, right? So we literally had the smallest of windows to actually get to know each other in person, but I always tell people that it was such a blessing that we were able to connect with each other on such a deeper level, despite not being physically in each other's presence, we were able to really just get to know each other on such a <laughs> deep and emotional level. This sounds so cheesy. I'm sorry, guys. We got to know each other on a very deep and emotional level playing Uno on Facebook. I don't know what to tell you. So we were watching a movie. We were watching a TV show. I can't remember. It seems like it was so long ago, even though it was just like three years ago, whatever. And we got into an argument about something stupid. I don't remember what it was, guys, but that's not really relevant to the story. I got so upset with him that you know most people would be like okay i need to just take a break i don't want to talk to you right now i'm gonna end the call and then i'll call you back when i'm feeling better not what i did no not what i did because as this entire the entire theme of this episode is talking about <laughs> i'm petty i'm petty so when we got into this argument, I should have dramatically, you know, I, I thought about this after the fact, I should have dramatically just slammed the laptop closed. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. But no, sir. No, this is not what I did. I went and I physically picked up my laptop and turned the laptop so that it would face the wall and he could not see me. And again, this man's patience is just completely completely unbelievable at times because somebody does that to me oh i'm ending the call i'm ending the call right now right away but this man just sighed and said okay well i'll talk to you when you're ready to talk to me i'm not hanging up this call you'll have to do that and i just sat there with myself while the laptop was facing the wall i just sat there in my room silent dead silent and just sat there and watched the reflection of <laughs> the reflection of his face on my laptop through the window of my room you guys would think that i'm making this up but i'm not i looked at his reflection through the window of my room because i just did not want to face him and i didn't want to give him the satisfaction again this man's patient is unending and I really wish and I've prayed to God that I could have half the amount of patience that he has because he really sat there and waited for me to stop with the shenanigans, stop with the foolishness and turn the lap <laughs> turn the laptop back around. How degrading is that? Now that I think about it, how degrading is it that I tried to make a dramatic exit like that just for me to go back and be like, baby, I'm sorry and just turn the <laughs> turn the laptop camera to face me bye goodbye goodbye i know this sounded really really this sounded really really genius in my head at the time when i did it but now that i think about it like sarah's so easy you're a freaking loser dog you're a loser okay and so for my last trick my last magic trick my last story <laughs> I'm going to talk to you guys about a very recent interaction that I was talking to both my partner about and some of my very dear and near close friends about. 
I very much think that COVID has shaped, has completely shaped the entire way we live our lives now at this point. Prior to COVID, I feel like we were not social, not not necessarily the most social beings, but we were definitely a lot more willing to put ourselves out there, a lot more willing to have conversations with people and really just put more of an effort on getting to know somebody or actually going out and doing things. And then when COVID happened, that just completely shifted everything because as soon as everything went back to normal, everyone still just kind of is in their own little world and really just wants to keep to themselves and doesn't really want to get involved in other people's business or other people's lives as much. You would think that being locked up for so long, I would be one of those people that would be like, oh my gosh, let's go and explore the world. Let's go and do this. Let's go and do that. And I'll admit, maybe for the first couple of months when we were allowed out and I could actually see people... Yeah, things were pretty thrilling, especially given the fact that my a good chunk of my relationship was spent, like I said, on Zoom calls, FaceTime, and phone calls. So I was really excited to see my partner and we could finally do things and, you know, really get to know each other on that type of level, right? But that only lasted for so long because I want to say when I got my most recent job, I started to become a bit of a hermit. And what I mean by that is that I go into the office a decent amount. I don't want to say that I go in regularly like most people used to before COVID happened, but I go in a pretty regular amount, meaning that I see on a regular basis like some of the same faces every week, right? And you would think that I'd want to get to know everybody and I'd be smiling and happy to be there, happy to know whose birthday it is and what's going on that day or what event's going on. And I would love to tell you guys that. But I think this also kind of speaks to the work culture that's out there right now is I just want to do what I need to do and go home. I just... I I don't have the time. I don't have the time to get to know some of these people when I really don't even feel like we have anything in common. And I think a lot of us that are in our early 20s, later 20s, that kind of age gap, even, even in our 30s, a lot of us can't really relate to our colleagues because there's such a huge gap between you and that other person. Perfect example is one of my colleagues is like literally a whole dad has a teenage daughter just goes to work does his thing and goes to pick up his daughter from school and that's pretty much his life and like that's cool that's pretty awesome like great you have a family and stuff but I'm still struggling to pick what I want on skip the dishes every Thursday when I get paid. Like, our lives are not the same. Our lives are not the same. So a lot of times, my rationale is very much, what is the point of me getting to know people that I have absolutely no common interests or commonalities with other than the fact that we work in the same building? Not even that we do the same jobs. It's we work in the same building and we happen to be a couple feet away from each other. And I know that makes me sound like I'm a very antisocial human being, and I promise you I'm not, but it's just one of those things when it comes to work, the gap is way too wide. It's way too wide for me to actually get up from my chair and walk over and be like, hey, what do you have going on this weekend? Like, oh, 
No. No. No, 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 no. I can't do it. I can't do it. I Even just thinking about it, even just saying it just now, I'm just like, oh my gosh, please, no, please. Just bury me six feet under. Bury, bury, bury me. Bury me. Anyways, point is, my story starts off like this. I was working on a really big project for work, whatever, really, really focused and concentrated. And something you need to know about me is that when I am concentrated on something, sometimes I forget to eat, which is not good. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not glamorizing that and I'm glossing over that fact. It's not good. Whenever I focus on things and I spend like three, four hours on one particular thing and then I see, oh my gosh, half the day is over and I still haven't eaten yet. I, I need to work on that for sure. However, there are other times where I'll be working on a project for X amount of time and I do remember that I am very, very hungry. However, however, the clause is this, is I will go and eat. I will go and eat when the entire lunchroom is empty and everybody's left. That is when I make my move to the microwave and warm up my food so that nobody talks to me. I know it sounds so terrible. It sounds terrible when I repeat it and when I say it out loud like this. Oh my gosh, I sound like the world's worst human being. But you know something, guys? You know something? Sometimes you just want to be left alone. Sometimes you just don't want people to talk to you. Sometimes you just don't want to make eye contact with people. Especially on days where I decide to sleep in past the time that I'm supposed to leave to go to work and I forget to get my Starbucks or I forget to put on makeup and I'm just not in a good mood or I just feel like I look like I haven't slept in 17 days. It's one of those things where I just, I don't want to make eye contact with you. Please let me just eat my food in peace. And that's, and that's exactly what this story was is that one day I was working on a project for a decent amount of time and I was like, Hey, it's time to eat. And then I hear it's like, it's like a bunny rabbit's ears that it's like, just like perk up. I hear everyone making their way to the lunchroom and I'm like, oh, damn it. Damn it. Why did I decide to be hungry right now? And I hear my stomach making all kinds of noises, all kinds of going on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, no, no. I should just do it. And I'm here sitting here at my desk contemplating. No, I know. I, I, I just need to get up and I just need to warm up my food. And I'm like pacing mentally pacing not physically pacing mentally pacing and thinking no 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 but everyone's gonna be finished anyways so you just gotta wait just just wait a little bit just wait wait for the lunchroom to be empty wait for the lunchroom to be empty and I kept repeating that phrase in my head saying no 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 everyone's gonna be done soon everyone's gonna be done soon and it'll all be okay everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay I waited guys I waited I waited an hour and a half. Yep, you heard that right. I waited an hour and a half for the lunchroom to be empty just so I wouldn't have to talk to any of my colleagues. Just so I wouldn't have to talk to them because it was one of those days where I was just like, please, like, I just want to be left alone. I, and, and sometimes, you know, I know some of y'all know this, is that y'all will have coworkers that just don't know when to stop or don't know when to really leave you alone. You know? And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be a talkative person or to be an outgoing person. But there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place for me. And at this point, I've become so accustomed to being on my own at this current job that anything that shifts that dynamic, anything that just completely disrupts that is not it for me. It's just not it. And friends, there you have it. There you have it. 
these three stories, I was talking about how petty I can be or how childish I can be or how just antisocial I can be. (laughs) But to be honest with you, sometimes I feel like being petty can be justified. It's just a matter of discerning when it's justified and when you're just being stupid and silly and childish. And I want to say, I'll admit it myself, for all three of these, I was being childish. But I think... These make for really entertaining stories or very teachable moments because it makes me think about the fact that why I decided to ignore somebody's red red flags and instead just mask it by engaging in really childish behavior is not something that I will ever do again because they're (laughs) girl, we got to do, we got to do some, we got to do, use our better judgment. And if somebody doesn't want to hang out with you, then take it as that they don't want to hang out with you. They don't want to. They don't want to spend time with you. They don't actually like you. They only like the idea of you. Let's move on. And if you're mad at your partner, don't do what I don't do what I did. Don't turn the screen. Don't flip your phone over on FaceTime. Communicate with your partner and tell them I'm upset right now. And this is the reason why I am upset. Let's work on it. Let's work through this argument. Please for the love of God. And lastly, Please just eat. Just eat. It doesn't matter if there's five people, if there's one person, if there's three people in the lunchroom, if there's nobody in the lunch. Just eat. Your stomach will thank you. Your stomach is making more than enough noise to let you know that it's time for you to eat. You don't need to wait for people to leave. You don't need to wait for everyone to go away for you to go and eat. Oh my gosh. And just like Porky Pig likes to say, y'all, the, 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 that's all, folks, for this week's episode. I hope you guys, <laughs> what was that, guys? I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at SoDeezy. I would love to hear your suggestions on what sorts of content I should make on this show. I'm really trying to be consistent and defeat my intrusive thoughts and imposter syndrome right now but life's just punching me life's just punching me in the face you know what i mean however despite that i try to try my absolute best to stay positive and read a really good book while i'm at it i could be on the floor fighting for my damn life but as long as i got a book in my hand and i got a one direction song playing in the background but i'm gonna be okay I'll be okay. But yeah, if you have any suggestions for anything you want me to talk about on this show, then please hit my DMs. Let me know. 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 Until then, as always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so, so very dearly as do I, my friend. Have a great week. Have a great life. Love you. Okay, bye.